Welcome to Standing in the Gray podcast, where we throw out questions and chat about why we aren't meant to be lukewarm Christians. I'm your host, Chantel Brewer. This first season, I'm mulling things over with my friend, Jacob Bonuelos, and our theme this season is being in the world, not of it. Let's cozy up to the coffee table and ask today's question. All right. Welcome to Standing in the Gray podcast. Hello. Hello. Who are you? My name is Jacob Bonuelos. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I am Chantel Brewer. Jacob's actually my season one guest host, and our theme this season is being in the world, not of it. And each season, our theme will change, but our question will always remain the same. Are we walking in God's light, or are we standing in gray spaces? Today's topic has got me riled I, I know. Yeah, I know. I've said Let's it a lot of times. Let's just jump in. Okay, so the question that we're asking today is, is porn okay if it keeps you from committing adultery? So I, I didn't want to just say, is porn okay? Because that's like 75 episodes worth of conversation. Right. And so, so narrow it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I wanted to narrow it down. So let's keep our conversation right here. Specifically... We chose this episode because recently Dennis Prager of Prager U mm-hmm. um, sat with what I believe is a Bible under his hands, and he said, it's okay for a husband to watch porn if it keeps him from committing adultery. And, well, I disagree wholeheartedly. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> um, he said some of the quotes from his interview is, men want variety. Um, He said, if pornography is a substitute for one's wife, it's awful. But if it's a substitute for adultery, it's not awful. Um, And my first question to that is, is this the bar that we set in relationships? That as long as it's not awful, are we good? Right. That that seems a little... Low, right? Any thoughts, Jacob? Yes. Well, I mean, the first thing that I think about just out of the gate is 1 Corinthians 6.18. It says, where it says, flee from sexual immorality. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that is more generalized, but I mean, already from the break, it's telling you flee from sexual immorality, run, right? like run away. And in order to understand what that means, we have to understand what is sexual immorality as defined in the Bible. Yeah. Right? Um, and then I, and then I, so then I look at Matthew 5, 28, and it says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Mm-hmm. So if you're a man and you're married and you're looking at another woman... You're, lustfully, which would be, you know, like you said, if you're, if you're looking, that doesn't make sense logically what he's saying, right. because if you're saying this is the substitute for adultery, but the Bible's saying when you do this, that is adultery. Right. So it's. Well, also, now that you're talking about it like that, what about all the women who struggle with pornography, watching mm-hmm. pornography? Does this not apply to them? Is it right. only okay for, for the husband uh-huh. because men need variety? Yeah. You know? What about them? Yeah, that's, that's so wild. <laughs> that is, so, okay. So, Dennis Prager is a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. He, he, so, all the scriptures that you read, his comeback to that would likely be, well, I, you know, I don't believe that Jesus Christ is a Messiah. I don't believe in, he doesn't even read that part of the Bible. Like, oh, that's wow. not even in his scripture. So, I 
wanted to meet him in his faith okay, where true. he was. Okay, so people that you'll get a lot of people that believe a lot of things about uh, pornography, mm-hmm. and so okay, so going, I talk about the scripture a lot. I feel Psalm one nineteen. Okay, okay, Old Testament. This is outside of Moses's law, but still within the framework of before of Israel, yeah, right? Okay. Actual the Jews, Israel. Um, just talking about Yahweh, not Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, your justice is eternal and your instructions are perfectly true. Your laws are always right. Help me to understand them so that I may live. So laws, right? Your laws are always truth. So the first five books of the Bible mm-hmm. are the law of Moses. That's right. what they're referred to, mm-hmm. right? Um, so according to... Dennis Prager's law, the law of truth, right? So that's, I'll totally give him the benefit of that doubt. Sure. Okay. So in Genesis 2.18, it says, then the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Just. A helper. Right. A helper. Yes. One, singular. Yeah. Okay. Who is just right. That's so important to me. Sufficient. Just right. Uh Uh-huh. So, if your spouse, this is addressed to anyone who agrees with Dennis Prager, uh-huh. if your spouse who has been made by God to be just right for you, you will never need porn to keep you from committing adultery. Right. And is that what we rely on to keep us from sinning? Worldly things, man made things? Right. Or do we rely on God Himself yeah. to keep us to. Again, well, let's just stick to the laws. Uh-huh. Do we depend on God to help us, to give us direction, to actually follow those laws? God would not have, because of his nature of who he is, mm-hmm. he never would have given us so many things that we cannot complete. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, don't, I can't complete them on my own, and so I get to rely on Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I get to rely on the Holy Spirit, and you know, I get to rely on God. So... By God saying, this is how you are supposed to live, he's inferring, he's implying that it's possible. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't need to go find something else outside of what God has set up, the covenant. Mm-hmm. This is a covenant all the way back to Genesis yes. that God has set up between a man and a woman, a woman who was made just right for him. Mm-hmm. So if you and your wife, I just feel like, are struggling... Um, sexually together, go get help. Yeah. Don't go find some coping mechanism right. or s- something that is so blatantly in a gray space. And I'll explain to you why I believe it is so blatantly in a gray space. Mm-hmm. Don't go sit with your scripture and act like um, implying that your words come. That I think that part made me the maddest. Mm-hmm. Don't sit with a Bible underneath of your hands and act. He didn't open it. He wasn't reading from it. Yeah. It was closed. But you don't get to act like that's where you got this information. Right. It's unacceptable. Yeah. Because you have two million followers who are saying, who now have heard you say, husbands, future husbands. Yeah. You actually, here's, here's a little loophole for you, friend. Go ahead and do whatever it is that you need to do so mm-hmm. that you can stave off committing adultery. Yeah. And all you women, you're just hosed, you know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you can't do you that. Know, you what? don't have any justification, right? Because this will keep you from cheating. Yeah. Is that what keeps us from cheating? Well, this is perfect uh, for, you know, in the world, not of it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're going to an outside source away from God 
to alleviate something inside of you right. spiritually. Yeah. Which that thing is a fleshly thing. Yes. That 100%. is a, that, Which mean, it also talks about in the Bible. Right. And I believe that God is God has created sex. I mean, if if you scare easily, don't read Song of Solomon, but it's it's all throughout there. I yeah. mean, there's I believe that he he allowed us to I mean, Adam and Eve started completely naked, mm-hmm. you know? And right. so and for them that was their, you know, and, and God it talks about that the the relationship of, of the two of them, and he interrupts the creation story to actually talk about how important that is mm-hmm. and, and how the rest of their life is going to live. And you know, it he it says that they had sex. They mm-hmm. don't doesn't use that word, but right. but that's what happened. Yeah. And because scientifically we know that's how babies are made, right? For the most part, Jesus was an anomaly. That guy. But <laughs> porn is a sin. Watching porn. It, so what Dennis Prager says that he believes is that lusting itself is not a sin because he doesn't believe in this New Testament. Mm-hmm. It's not a sin. What he says is the following through on the act is a sin. Mm-hmm. And I would like to just say... What do you mean following through on the act? Actually uh, following through on... Oh, the act of on, adultery. Yeah, the okay. act of adultery. So, okay. so um, you know, I don't mean to be crass, but what are you doing when you're watching porn? Do you yeah. believe that that's a sin as well? And then that... Because of the way scientifically our brains are created by God, mm-hmm. what happens when we see something that's arousing is we have dopamine. Yes. That, like it just drops in our brain. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, there's so much science. I, we do not have. It's scientifically proven. It is. and But we do not have the capacity in an episode, a podcast episode to get into all of it. Right. So I highly recommend you guys do some research if you don't know about but it. Quickly, I'll add yeah, to that is it. that the, the studies have shown that the the amount and the way that the dopamine is released released in the brain when watching porn is very similar to that who of a person who does heroin. Absolutely, it's like almost it's like almost the same exact yeah. thing that happens. Yeah. Okay. When I do presentations for uh, child exploitation and and human trafficking, that's one of the things that I show. I show a brain that's addicted to heroin, and I show a brain that's addicted to pornography. And guess which one is actually worse? Mm-hmm. The pornography. Yeah. Somebody has more capacity in their brain. They have more opportunity to actually go on to live a healthy life if yeah. they've been. I'm not just talking like done heroin or watch porn. I'm mm-hmm. talking about they've been categorized as somebody who's yeah. addicted. They have a better chance if you've been addicted to heroin of getting your life back together right. and living a successful life. So, I mean, even if we just if we, if we took all the scripture out of it, yes. it's like, and just look dude, at what the, are you doing? The, the scientific right. ramifications, right? And how when you they also show that there's a part of the brain that is in charge of um, like you know decision. Making mm-hmm. and so the more prefrontal cortex, uh, so mm-hmm. so over prolonged use, there's less activity in yeah. that area. Right. So your decision making has now become effective. Yeah, and it's one of the most important parts of our brain. It's our reasoner, mm-hmm. you know, and and it doesn't develop until we're, tw- we're really develop until we're 25, mm-hmm. about 25. And so think about all these kids who are exposed to porn at an average age of six years old. Right. That's the average age, which means some kids are younger. Right. And what is happening with their brain development, and why are we shocked that our world is turning into what it's turning into? Well, and do you know about, I mean, do you know the stats on divorce? Mm-mm. So basically it's like 56% or something like that. It's more than half of, of all divorce cases. Um, there, the like pornography addiction mm-hmm. was a major factor Man. in that. So you know, look at that too. 
I mean, you know, what a thing it, for the devil to use, since right. that we know that the enemy hates marriage. Right, and he then, just hates it exactly. And you're so, but then he's saying, you know, oh, this is okay because it's it's going to make it so they don't cheat on their wives. Well, then why why are half of people right. getting divorced right. claiming Over that half. as a problem? Right. Over half, yeah. exactly. But you know, mm-hmm. it, it, so it's impossible to leave God out of this because right. all of this is you know yes. Agreed. Well, because our whole life is this is the word, right? Mm-hmm. Whether we choose to bring that in yes. the whole word, whether we choose to believe that or bring that into our lives, mm-hmm. that's on us. But that doesn't change who God is. Right. That doesn't change what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And so, if we, because we know physiologically, we the way that our brains become addicted is just by watching it, watching pornography. And then the way that our, scientifically, the way that our brain works is we need more dopamine and more dopamine. And so it either gets more violent or more extreme in some way and, or more often, right? That's how addiction in everything works. Mm -hmm. And we, there's so much science behind that, like actual true science, not science spelled with a Y. And so, (laughs) and so because of that, it becomes what is on the our minds at all times. Yeah. We we crave it. So what if we just created an idol? Right. So, Something you're worshiping. Right. And so that, Dennis, is all throughout yes. your books of the law. Yes. Wrought throughout it. It's the thing that in Deuteronomy, I didn't even write this down, but mm-hmm. it's coming to my mind. It's the thing in Deuteronomy that... God says so many times, okay, so all of these people, all of the Israelites who did not listen are um, being left out there. He, they've been told, you guys are not going into the promised land. You are going to die before right. you get there. And so now he's talking to all of the Israelites, this, the next generation, all of the Israelites who are going to go into the promised mm-hmm. land. And he's redoing, like he's re-chatting all of it up. He's saying, let me just start from square one. Let me explain to you. So he's using Moses. God's using Moses to say all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Let me remind you of what I have called your people to, mm-hmm. why you're called my people. And how many times he says, but be careful, but be careful, but be careful. Therefore, be careful. I mean, it's, it's in every, he starts like so many conversations with, therefore, be careful to obey every command I'm giving you today. Uh-huh. When you, when. You know, like when moms are on the playground, you might not know this because you're not a mom. Um, <laughs> and so moms are sitting at the playground and their little kids like going up to that, you yeah. know, like the death slide, you know what I'm talking about? And they're thinking, okay, um, I'm, I'm foreseeing, I'm using my reasoner, I'm seeing where this is going to go. Yes. And they're all, be careful. They don't mean change nothing about your behavior. Yeah. They're not saying, I hope this works out okay. Right. What we're saying as a mom, what I'm saying is, be so intentional about making your death on that slide not happen. Right. Right? So change, be have some forethought. Be I'm, aware. I'm teaching them to use the prefrontal lobe that in uh-huh. them is so smooth right now. They yeah. they don't, you know, they're six or whatever. They mm-hmm. they don't know how to use that reasoner just naturally. So right. I, I'm what I'm doing is I'm creating grooves in their brain by saying, hey, pause a second. Yeah, think, think about think it. Think what would happen if you go up there and you just Throw yourself down. Recklessly. Recklessly. Just think about it. And and then they do. And then all of a sudden, they've got like one tiny little groove. And then when they go up again, I say it again. Eventually, what happens is they, they, they have this, um, they have such deep grooves, yeah. literal deep grooves in their brains that the 
they are able to say, okay, I actually, when I come up here, my mom doesn't need to tell me to be careful because I have processed this. Yes. I've maybe learned the hard way. And now I know exactly how I'm supposed to behave. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what God is. I mean, he says this so many times, be careful to obey every command. And then if you don't, you're dead. Yeah. That's what's at the end of it. over and over. Right. And so it's crazy to me that... Dennis Prager would be so careless, so reckless with saying this That's, statement. Yeah. This entire video that that he has allowed. I mean, if he made a mistake, he needs to come back out and For say, sure. bro, I have thought about this. I have prayed to God about this because I am a faith-filled man and I was wrong. And he, because he has he has a voice right now yeah. to 2.2 million followers just on his Instagram. Well, then it makes you wonder, like, what else is he saying? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, like, really, what else is he really saying? It really could discredit a lot of what uh-huh. else he's saying. Um, you know, when my kids don't listen, my response is like, well, I, I really said, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> I really was saying, change your behavior and so that you don't expect different results by doing the same thing. Right. And if we continuously take in, allow the world to be the ones, or even faith-filled people to be the ones that uh, if they are off, we need to say you're off. And in this instance, he is off. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I agree with his ministry. And he's been a... um, his group has been a voice in a time where people have been kind of timid. Christians, yeah. believers have been kind of timid. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he has a lot of good stuff going on on his platform. But uh, this is one of them that I am, I am, I just, I cannot get behind. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything else before I say my yeah. final? Yeah. I was just, you mentioned earlier about the, the power in the unification of man and woman under God in marriage. Mm-hmm. So that is like the starting point for almost everything. And so, you know, if you know the enemy and you know his tactics, yeah. like you said, he's he's he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I didn't even say that. That's actually in Scripture. Oh, you didn't? But yeah, that's good oh, stuff. Oh, I thought you yeah. mentioned that. <laughs> but, that's in the Bible. Yeah, I know. That's in there. But that's, but that's what he does. And so... With that, so of course, what is what is a big starting point for everything else? Marriage right, of yeah, men and women. Yeah. So if you start at the top there, and you and you start to deteriorate and destroy that, then everything else underneath is gonna you know have faulty foundation as well. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that, and knowing that, hey, I know the the tactics of the enemy. I know what he's after. Yeah. Then you look at everything else too, and and then you know the divorce stuff. Yeah. Right? It's like, how, how does that not well, make those, sense? You know, there's people who, they're not faith people, but they mm-hmm. they might be logic or numbers or data people. Right. And so you can't just look away from that. Right. And, that, and, that's, and that's my point is like, as especially as a Christian, is like, you have to look at all the stuff. Yeah. You know, you look at, look at the data, look at what the word says, look at what actually happens and right. what is happening yeah. as a result. Well, Exodus 2017, mm-hmm. and again, these are... This, these are the, I mean, this is where the Ten Commandments comes out, right? right? So um, this is well within what Dennis Prager believes, yes. says that he believes. Uh-huh. And I don't doubt it. I mean, I, I genuinely feel like he is a man of God. I, I don't doubt it. Right. It says, don't covet another man's wife. And here's where I would like to get into the side of, you have no idea who is on that screen. Some of them could be married. S- Many of them are married to each other. Right. 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 And so 
because we have so much more of an awareness of how porn is being created yes. and how exploitive it is, because mm-hmm. also some of those women might be children. Yeah. And because Pornhub, Trafficking Hub is what a lot of people call it. Uh-huh. That's their our industry term for them. So many because stories of, of, of millions, children. Millions right, videos of videos. Being on there. Millions of videos are uploaded on there that mm-hmm. are children and it's abuse and it's rape. And you cannot call it anything else right. because those kids are not of a legal age to consent. They cannot. they cannot consent. And so it's just abuse. And so if you're watching pornography, you have to know that so many of those, even the women, I have worked personally with women who right. said, at the time, I thought I was giving consent. But what I realized is when you have one option, feed your babies or do this thing, you do not have yeah, options. That's true. You're coerced into it. You basically. are coerced. That's exactly the word. And that's the word that the law uses. Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court, I don't know if you know this, but they were not able to define pornography, which is why it, they said, you'll know it when you see it. What? That's for that's literally that's how they define it. You'll know it when you see it. That's that's, that's wild. the justice that we are standing under right now. Those are, that's a Supreme Court. I'm like God. You guys do better. Well, do better. I saw this thing on um, where the some of those videos that were that had children in them that were that were then removed by you know finally yeah. after like you know they made a bunch of money off yeah. of it. Yeah, you people would try to go to that video and then there's like a. Um, a thing that says, "Oh, this video has been removed," but yeah, there's some other ones. Yeah, if you're looking for that, oh look my at gosh, these. the things you know? that I don't want to name the things that you can I type know. in because I don't want to give people ideas. Right, and if people are struggling with pornography, I don't want to, I don't want to take you down a path. But just to show you how tempting. intentionally yeah. deceptive it's and so immoral it, it is. is, it is, it is so evil. And what happens when you're on the other side of that screen is that so many times you feel like. Well, you know, my hands are clean of this. I didn't, you know, if that did end up being a kid, I didn't, I didn't know. know. Yeah. If that did end up being someone's wife, I didn't know. Okay, if I'm It doesn't Jacob, absolve you of the responsibility, if though. If you're down here doing, you know, murder, <laughs> yeah. and I'm up in the room, and I'm like, well, I was just watching my TV show. I didn't know, but I did know, and I don't come down to do something about it. Or if, if someone calls, and the guy that you're killing calls, and is like, hey, yo, Jacob's down here murdering me, and I'm like, well, right. you know, I mean, maybe- but also, your your lack of awareness is irrelevant. It is irrelevant, honestly. You know, when you when you go to another state and you don't know the laws and you get pulled over for speed, and yeah. you're like, "Well, I didn't know." It's, yeah. it's like, "Well, you entered into yeah. the state. You should have been aware. Agreed. That's your responsibility as an yeah. adult." And couldn't we be the voice for these kids? Right. Couldn't we be the voice for the people that are coerced into making these videos? Mm-hmm. I have yet, and I have worked with. I personally have probably worked and near at least a hundred victims yeah. of exploitation, mm-hmm. and I. I have not heard all of their personal stories, but I have yet to have one of them tell me that they were not somehow, porn was not part of their exploitation. Yeah. It's, it is. It's the same thing. It's, it's across the board. Right. Even down to, I mean, even if it's just a buyer showing them a video saying, this is what we're doing. That's pornography. It's pornography. And so these, you know, and those were children that were saying that to me. Those right. were, a, you know, a middle school girl and high school girls yeah. who, again, down to, if the choice is, 
you know, staying in my home where I'm being severely abused in a different way or coming here and doing this thing where at least, you know, when I go back to my trafficker, he'll give me some food because mm-hmm. he doesn't want me to look emaciated. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't get to keep the money, but I mean, it's just, it's a huge can of worms. And I just think it's so, it is, that was such a good word you used. It was so reckless with your platform, mm-hmm. you know, not yours, but yeah. with Dennis, it's so yeah. reckless with his platform to be able to say, so casually that all of that that is okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the final thing that I really wanted to say, I was thinking about. I was praying for his wife actually, and I'm gonna cry. If my husband came to me and said, "I'm having an affair," um, that would be devastating. Mm-hmm. If my husband came to me and said, I'm watching porn so that I don't cheat on you, it doesn't change how devastating that is for me. Right. And I just, I just think that's unbelievably the lowest bar he could possibly set for something that God set up as so a covenant, a literal covenant. Mm -hmm. He compares. He compares our relationship with Jesus as the bride and groom. Right. And so it matters. It obviously yeah. matters. There's reasons compared that way. Even the world thinks, you know, so many times, not always, but the world has an entire ceremony and they do vows. Right. I vow to you. I yep. do. It's a legal document. Mm-hmm. When I, so I perform marriages and when I, it comes down to, they verbally have to say, I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen in a wedding. Some of them are, are you know, really uh, traditional. Some of them are non-traditional. But every single time, they ha- I have to ask the question, do you, Jacob, take Rebecca, is that scary, to be your wife? <laughs> you don't have a license, so this doesn't count. But if you guys said I do and we had signed a license, you'd be married. That's it. You, I say this thing and you, it's a verbal contract. Yeah. yeah. But if I don't say that and you don't say the words I do, it's not, a, it's not legal. Right. So I could not go and turn, I mean, I have, so that's my training. That's, I have to say those things to mm-hmm. you. So even the world, as, I mean, that's so small, right? Yeah. That's such a small commitment. But, uh, but even our current laws say that it's a bigger deal than what he, what I feel he is placing that's on true. his marriage as right now. As a believer, now. He, he and as a believer, yeah, that's very uh, misguided, you know. Yeah, I I totally agree. All right, I'm out. All I, right, I don't have anything else to say on this unless you have something else you want to no, bring up. No, I mean that that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Dennis, I'd love to chat with you. Call me up. Email me. (laughs) Please do. Find me on Instagram. (laughs) Standing in the gray. That's all we have time for today, but I hope you leave with a little something to mull over and are encouraged to chat with God to ask the brave question, am I walking in the light or am I standing in the gray? We hope to see you back at the coffee table for our next episode.